You're listening to episode number 420 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I'm not exaggerating. I think uh, if if I did have COVID, the sequel, it might have been worse than the first one. Like like we were we were like 24 hours away from going to the hospital. Like oh, you were bad. Yeah, and it wasn't. I mean, you weren't coughing like you were the first Mm-mm, time. So no. the first time, it was like you had a really bad. It, it felt cold. like I had a bad flu. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you had fevers and coughing a bunch, but this one knocked you on your ass for about four days solid, yeah. um, and really just from the the fevers and the chills. Yeah. Yeah. And the achiness. The, and the achiness, yeah. Yeah. Knock on wood, I did not get it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's, it's brutal. I, uh, I've i had a lot of people tell me that the second time around is actually worse than the first, so I yeah. guess I... So I, that, I, I, hence the reason why ones. we didn't do a show last week, because yeah. Mark was a little under the weather. And <laughs> then by the end of the weekend, I was fucking exhausted because I was basically on puppy duty on she my own. She was a single parent. From <laughs> like twins. Friday night, Saturday night, and then going into Sunday night, I'm like, okay, I don't know how you're feeling, but I need some help because I got to work in the morning. <laughs> so, um, yeah, getting up every you know, two to three hours for 48 hours straight is... We've, we've graduated <laughs> to three hours, so we're, we we're making progress. We're doing good. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, we, we read something the other day that, you know, as far as how long you should be able to expect puppies to hold um, their bladders and stuff is basically for every month it should be an hour mm-hmm. okay so there's three months old tomorrow well 12 weeks which isn't quite three months but you know what I mean uh, but yeah there'll be 12 weeks tomorrow mm. and they get their next round of shots tomorrow so we're one step closer to being able to take them out in public how much how much further do we have to go 20 weeks is the last 20 weeks yeah it's the last round of shots holy shit yeah, so they'll get them this week at 12. My God, go. they're not even going to be little baby puppies. They're going to be no. in the awkward stage. They will be, uh, <laughs> but we can't. I mean, part when, of When burners like, go through uh, 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 puberty, it's... it's well, it's not even puberty. They, they, they just get to a point where they, they kind of lose their um, their puppy fur, and and they, they have this really awkward... They, they haven't Puff grown on their into hair. their new fur coming. Yeah, and it just, it's hilarious. They, they just look so funny and awkward because their legs are growing, but they haven't filled out yet. And um, you'll, I, I'm sure you guys will see pictures once they get there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I posted a picture of them on Twitter the other day, and, and everyone's like, oh my God, they're getting big. And I'm like, really? They, yeah, you really have they to look, look the at same old pictures me. with new pictures to see it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they're good. And That's we're all awesome. better. Well, look, I think we should probably get rolling into this week's show. She's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The Neon Museum's current campus on Las Vegas Boulevard, north of the Fremont Street, opened to the public in 2012. On October 28th, it celebrated its 10th anniversary. Got that from at Las Vegas Weekly. You said said north of the Fremont Street. I know, I know. I (laughs) I put the V in there. Yeah, I didn't. Why did you do that? That's like an unnecessary It's not even in the script. I just, I I did it myself. It was weird. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> good for them love the neon museum if you've not gone before go you gotta go it's amazing yeah both for the uh because they're getting so many more signs in the museum itself lit and, up. and that are gonna be lit yeah i mean yeah. so many more of them that are lit i mean when they put the moulin rouge sign together that to me was just phenomenal and i don't know how they keep finding spaces for these signs but they do because it's well they, now they got the the campus across the street now so that we're going to be able to expand in, in big ways. Yeah, but it's not it's not adjacent to it. So it's going to be we like a different... We got across the street. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, even so, just the main museum, but then also the brilliant show that they do. Yeah, it's a good show. Is a, is a really good show. So it's um, it's it's a fascinating snapshot into Vegas history. I, I, listen, I think that place is an absolute gold mine. Let's roll into Twit Pick of the Week. Lettering longer than a football field and taller than a house is what travelers got to experience upon a person's arrival at the original incarnation of the Stardust. Part of the magic of Vegas is the often larger-than-life displays, whether it be signage or experiences, available every time you visit. It's also one of the reasons why the Neon Museum exists and is so popular. Having the opportunity to roam amongst these titans of old and gives you a perspective unique to the city and its magic. Thanks to at underscore Grandpa D for sharing this flashback in time. I would have loved to have seen that lit up. Go ahead, Tony. I, I, I agree. It would have been beautiful. The pictures are beautiful. I mean, you can see them reflected off the car. It's awesome. Just the, the size of that signage. And if right, you think yeah. about when this was to have something that massive. I mean, there's big signs now, but they tend to tower up or they stretch across. Yeah, the yeah. They're not like down street level like this one was, Agreed. which is what I think one of the things that makes it unique. Yeah, big time. I wonder how many people have got. Well, I guess see, neon's not hot. That's a that's a misconception. Just because it glows, it's it's right. not hot. It's light cold. bulbs are hot, but the neon light bulbs are hot. Yeah, but neon isn't. I would have t- attempted to try and touch this, and got <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to help myself. I know. And it. the security guards would have come by and tackled you. No, I'm outside. I'm sure there's a line of people doing the same thing. <laughs> and and I'm sure it would have only taken a half second for him to go. Oh, hey, oh, that's hot. <laughs> right. <laughs> The security guards would be like, okay, see, we knew it would solve itself. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. Built-in security. Oh, I love it. Well, as always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. First up is the Fan District. Those looking to tailgate at a Raiders game this season can do so at Mandalay Bay slash Luxor's The Lot behind the shops at Mandalay Place. The Lot opens at 10.30 a.m. through 1.30 p.m. The district features food trucks, parking, and pop-up retail shops. Buy one, get one free deals are available at the Franklin at Delano, Mandalay Bay, as well as Centura and Aurora Bars at Luxor. Actually, Public House and Diablos as well at Luxor. Collectibles and merch are available at Rhythm and Riffs and Eye Candy at Mandalay Bay. So so this isn't really a place to go tailgate. This is a game for a place for a pregame party. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Because it, it sounds like you have to, because it says like buy one free deals. It sounds like you've got to pay to get in or. Right. And the idea of tailgating is that you brought your own shit and you're making stuff. And, right. Yeah. So you eat outside instead of having to pay the ridiculous prices. Agreed. The agreed. Stadium. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they get this. I, I'm not saying it's not going to be successful, but I don't think they, they, this is one of those situations where they just see dollar signs. And you're like, well, it's not what they're going to, you know, section off a whole parking lot and maybe people can't get into the game, but want to hang out with other people. And I mean, who knows? But see, that's the thing I've always thought would be cool, especially if we get an NBA team is uh, hanging out in the park district. Like, even if you don't have tickets to the game, like hanging out there, watching it on the big screen, yeah. partying with people. That sounds fun. It should be. Amazingly, they've got a couple of shuttered restaurants down there, but that's what should be happening at all the Knights games and everything else, too. Yeah. Anywho, enough sports talk I have for no Tony. opinion on that. <laughs> Thank that, you. <laughs> I have no opinion on that. That's a sports ball thing. Uh, next up is the Venetian reinvestment. Travelandleisure.com is reporting that new owners of the Venetian Palazzo plan to invest over $1 billion into renovations. Plans are to touch every area of the guest experience. It was also clarified that the Italian theme is not going away, stating specifically that they are a themed resort and will always be a themed resort. Oh, right on, right on, right Thank on. you. Thank you. That's <laughs> that, what I'm talking about. That deserved a clap. <laughs> yes, it does deserve a clap. It does. I agree. I agree. I, I Can you mean, imagine if they tried to de-theme the Venetian? What the oh, fuck would you make that? You can't. What do you, it do would you be fill terrible. In, fill in the canals? Like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> Um, no, the the whole exterior of it is too um, intricate and detailed that the, yeah, yeah. the amount it would cost to de-theme that thing would be crazy. I mean, an Italian theme isn't 
a bad theme. It's not. Well, Bellagio is a theme. People forget that. Bellagio is a theme. Yeah. Well, and it's not like it's a theme like New York, New York, or Excalibur, or even Luxor is, or Paris. I mean. But it is a specific place that is. they're getting this information from. No, it is. But this inspiration. I'm, I'm glad that, that they're reinvesting in it. Um, I think reinvestment in the properties has been a little lacking in general. I, I wouldn't agree with that. I, I think everybody well, definitely on the Caesar side it is. They've done some pretty good stuff <laughs> at at well I can't say Harrow's but like Flamingo <laughs> they have some nice rooms at Flamingo some yeah they still haven't been able to figure out their food concept I know right Bugsy and Meyer is the only thing they've gotten right yeah but then to, to be fair like we said that the steakhouse they had before was good it just wasn't epic it was good it wasn't yeah. I forget what it but I mean Center I guess cut, this I this adds I don't know what is it it was called um, Center Cut Center Cut yep yeah. No, I'm, like I said, I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, listen, after having just spent um, a week there over 4th of July, I got to say that is the epitome of doing it right because I don't know that it really needed much touching up per se. Maybe here and there, anywhere can have, you know, can, can, can use a little refresh coat of paint. But all, all in all, I don't think it really needed it. The fact that they're putting a billion dollars into it. Yeah, I would agree. That it, seems excessive. Yeah. Yeah, it's but but again, talk about um, you know like raising the bar for yeah. Las Vegas resort casinos. That's but, but how were the rooms? How were the rooms, Tony? Because I I mean we haven't stayed there in a long time. Like once my company stopped doing conventions out here, I imagine they're still the same. I they always kept the same quality room. It's just it's just not for us. So that's well, no, why I like the rooms. Yeah, I really like the rooms. I. But um, I just wonder if they were starting to feel their age a little bit. Personally, I did not think so. Okay. I did not think so. I thought they had been very well maintained. Good. All right. What's going on with Reaper Evil Pie? Evil Pie on Fremont East revealed uh, their newest pizza called the Reaper. It's made with habanero chili sauce, chili pepper infused mozzarella, sriracha marinated chorizo sausage, sliced habanero peppers, and is served literally... And I know people misuse that all the time. <laughs> I mean, literally on fire. The Reaper costs forty nine ninety nine, and anyone who can finish at least three slices in thirty minutes will receive a free T shirt with the saying "Don't fear the Reaper." Get a social media shout out and have their name carved into a plaque on the wall of legends. A legal waiver must be signed before participation <laughs> in the challenge. See, I would. This sounds like, oh my god, I want to try that. But the fact that they're like, you got to sign a waiver and do all this, like. Oh, I think I would have loved this in my 20s. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure if listeners are familiar with the term wicked hot stingering, but I think that would burn coming out just yeah. as much oh, as it burned going. Very much, yes. I, I would think that. Yeah, this doesn't so. sound appealing to me at all. And I'm not a spice girl. I don't. You're not a Spice Girl. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always mistook you for Bosch. Hardly. I wondered. That uh, no, I this this doesn't appeal to me. I mean, I, I appreciate the theatrics of it that it comes out on fire and all of that, but it just sounds good. Just, it just sounds stupid to me. Like if you have to What's eat excessive, food that you you need to sign a waiver for. That's just stupid. I used to do that when I was a kid in my twenties. Uh, I know you did, and then I had to deal when with when I had an the, iron stomach. Had to deal with the repercussions the next day, but yeah, you know, I don't know about that. I'm not. I just this to mm. me is just stupid. Mm. That's my two cents. Fair enough. <laughs> That's all right. I I respect that. F1 is for sale. Tickets to the F1 race coming in Vegas in 2023 went on sale November 5th. Tomorrow that is. Uh, Said tickets start at $500. Details regarding the various viewing locations available along the course was also shared. We'll share the course as well as all the, as well as the various seating options. In related news, room rates for the race increased more than 300%. Oof. You know, I, it's one of those things like we're, we're talking about if, if we can get like like with raising Las Vegas and, and, and get like a wraparound or something I'd totally pay for that. I totally to, to be a part of that. But, um, yeah, I'm not, which you don't five. need a, you don't need a ticket to get a room. Right. Exactly. But yeah, the room rates are, are oh, they're out of astronomical. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, and I will say this, the one thing about the $500 starting price is that is for the whole weekend. Yeah, it is. It is. So it's, it's a weekend like it's, pass. It's a couple of hours. It's the whole weekend for the various viewing stations. But, 
um, yeah, I don't, as much as I was interested in trying to get down to watch this, mm-hmm. it, it's just ungodly expensive. It really is. But like I said, I, I would do it for a Cosmo room. Uh, I, I'd, I'd pony up some money if, if uh, somebody wanted to partner with us and, and, and do that. I got a couple people that have told me. I've got one guy that I work with who's an F1 nut. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. And he was like, you're, you're going down there. Let me know. We'll make it happen. I'm like, hmm. We should, yeah. We should it's have a like, big party and wraparound suite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a pin in that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Let's sure, put a we'll pin just, in that. We'll and then one day you can. We've got back. we've got a year before we have to figure it out. So speaking of, we need to figure out what fucking restaurant we're gonna do for 360 Vegas winter vacation. <laughs> we got we got the RSVPs are already uh yeah. already capped out, and we're like, all right, so we're definitely gonna eat, but we got we don't know where. I, yeah, I need to um. We talked about it. I need you to help me set up a poll or something amongst those that RSVP to see what options they're into. Put that on the to-do list along with a gazillion other things. Right. And finally, the Fremont Report. FanDuel was approved for the Nevada Gaming License, for a Nevada Gaming License, to operate in the Fremont. The first FanDuel-branded retail sportsbook in Nevada is expected to come online in early 2023. The bad news... FanDuel will not offer a mobile sports betting app. Don't they already have one? Uh, you would think. That's that's embarrassing. Huh. It will only occupy about 2,300 square feet, have a 40-foot bar, 16 tables, and seating for 76. Yeah, I don't really care. Now, now I'm looking to see if they have a, a betting app because I swear... Well, I know did. FanDuel has... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because I don't really care. I don't know that they do. All right, well, let's move on. Moving on. All right. Uh, That'll do it for news. We'll go into prop bets. And for those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces and noteworthy items. First up, warning to those looking to purchase the new reverse retro golden knights, the women's cut jersey, is not available with glow-in-the-dark lettering. The reason being is authentic jerseys are available with the special lettering and women's authentic jerseys don't exist. Bullshit. I agree. I cry discrimination. Yeah, I mean, I understand I want a glow that in the they dark don't have anybody says, with a girl's cut wearing it on the, on the, on the ice, but... I want, a, I want a Vegas jersey that glows in the right dark. Right, the fucking glows in the dark, exactly. Right. That's what makes it so cool because it's got... What were the two fonts? It has the Excalibur font on the front and the Stardust font Stardust on the back. Stardust front, well, the numbers are the numbers, in Stardust. Yes. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I already ordered mine. Shut up. <laughs> Owner of the Golden Nugget, Tillman Fertitta, recently bought a 6% stake in Wynn Resorts. Vital Vegas helped to clarify that the move is understood to simply be a strategic purchase of an undervalued stock that could be sold for a profit at some point in the future. The When We Were Young 2022 festival scheduled for Saturday, October 22nd, was canceled due to high winds. Projected to have gusts of up to 60 miles per hour. I tried to pull the whole, do you know who I am? But it yielded no results. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the day that we had that tickets That sucked. For. I was so fucking pissed. I wanted to see that thing. And they canceled it an hour before the, an the hour gates before. opened. And we got our fucking refund like within fucking 30 minutes. It oh, was did awesome. we get it already? Fuck yeah, we did. No. But yeah, just the fact that they did it an hour before and... I mean, at least Adele, when she canceled her residency, she gave like 24 hours notice. Right. But this was literally an hour before the gates were supposed to open. Yeah. And they'd been talking about the weather for three or four days, mm-hmm. about how windy it was going to be. So it wasn't like they didn't know this was coming. Right. That's true. And I can appreciate the frustration. Vital Vegas is reporting that F1 has requested that the demolition of the Mirage Volcano be delayed until after the race takes place November 2023 because they don't want construction going on in the background of pictures of the event. There, there's more to no that. No word. Oh, sorry. Flip the page, Tony. <laughs> That's awesome. Jesus Christ. No word if they want the Hard Rock Guitar Hotel to be displayed as well, since that or would delayed. kind of cause the exact same issue. Or, or delayed or instead delayed. of displayed. Yeah, the, I, I don't, I don't buy that. That for you know, like they want you to keep the volcano, but because they don't want to see you deconstructing something. But go ahead and construct something. 
Well, it, it could also be, too, because this is going to be the inaugural race well, in Vegas. Well, of course, because they want to see the Mirage Volcano in the background right. as these cars are racing by them. Right. That's I mean, why none that, of us want you to get rid of it either. Right. Exactly. But, I mean, after that, and, and nothing, I mean, they've asked. It doesn't mean that the Mirage owners are going to do it. You're right. So. Hard rock. Ugh. Mirage owners. Yeah. I'll say that until it, the name <laughs> changes. BattleBots Destructathon is a new show in Vegas that will open February 3rd in the tent behind Bally's Horseshoe. Shows will be Thursday through Saturday at 6 p.m. with matinees on Saturday and Sunday. Tickets start at $49. VIP packages are available for $125. Is this, uh, we've, we've seen this thing on TV before. Is this something that you have any interest in? No. Yeah, I didn't think so either. But there's people that are really into this. I'm actually kind of surprised. Oh, that Andrew Corrington is the first person that jumps to mind. Oh, really? He's an engineer. He's fucking awesome. Oh. Well, yeah, I can see that, too. And then I also see people that just have a very destructive nature of right. being just into this. things. <laughs> I, you know, it, I'm surprised that they haven't been selling tickets to this before because they've been filming back there yeah, yep. for a long time. They have, yep. And why would you not, especially in Vegas, you know you're going to attract people that are going to be into this. I'm surprised it took them this long to start selling tickets. Yeah, that's a good point. President Biden announced last week that he is pledging to eliminate quote-unquote junk fees charged by airlines, cable bills, bank overdrafts, and hotel resort fees. To be clear, the issue is they aren't transparent. Success may only cause said charges to be notified up front. Junk fees are projected to cost Americans tens of billions every year. I don't think Vegas does that alone. No, no. They, yeah, I would say Vegas came to the uh, resort fee party. That's 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 their biggest transgression. Well, yeah, no, I just mean the, the amount of resort fees that are charged are probably in the, in tens the billions? Of billions. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I, again, if you're going to charge a resort fee, that's fine. And I think our biggest issue with it has always been the fact that it's sort of hidden. So yeah. Whereas you think you're buying something yeah, the, for one Your price. room does not cost $50. No. It doesn't cost that per add, night. Add 35 to $40 a night on top right. of it. So you're almost doubling the, you know, those mm-hmm. deal rates and all that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm fine with it. If it, all it is is it's just displayed up front, then fine. Then you can make an educated decision on where you're going to stay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what we've all said. Like, literally, if you increase the room rates by the exact amount, that's the, the resort fee, no one's going to complain. Right. And well, and that's why they, they do the resort fee versus the room price, because they're trying to get at the top of the list for the cheapest rates. They're lying. Rates they're liars. They are. <laughs> well, and you know who I really feel bad for are the poor front desk workers who end up yes. taking the, yeah. you know, the asshole rages that come from, uh, well, assholes, <laughs> raging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy, sports ball. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver commented on NBA Today that while Las Vegas will make a great location for a franchise one day, eh, expansion was, quote-unquote, not on the front burner. Now, currently, his office is focusing on the upcoming collective bargaining with the Players Union, and that is uh, set to experience... Expire. Okay, set to expire after the 2025 season. 24-25 season. So it sounds like we're getting it just... It's going to take a couple years, which we need to make room for apparently the fucking A's, so that'll keep us busy. Yeah. Well, and they have to build on that arena, so, you know, that's going to take a while. That's never going to happen, man. (laughs) That is never going to happen. I know. I had to throw that in there. (laughs) Vital Vegas reports that the lounge at Harrah's will be opening in the place formerly home home to the high limit slot room. No word when it will open, nor where the high limit slot room will be relocated to. Yeah, Vital Vegas, that's you dropping the ball. It's you this time. <laughs> Westgate has partnered with Tesla to offer car sharing as an amenity at the property. This product is expected to be highly utilized by the timeshare owners. Oh. That makes sense. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so weird, though, to think that there are timeshares in Westgate. It's weird. Oh, Westgate seems like one big fucking timeshare to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, really. Let's be honest. That, that signage is just, oh, Ugh. it looks like a fucking light bright kind of, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, put it together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, more sports ball. <laughs> Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred said the Oakland Athletics are likely to leave Oakland in, or leave it for, whew, man, sports ball is hard to talk about. <laughs> my, my mouth can't even explain what the words <laughs> say. <laughs> All right, so... 
they're likely to leave Oakland for Las Vegas. Negotiations for a new stadium in the city stalled to be continued in 2023, which A's president said would, quote, all but doom our efforts, unquote, to stay in Oakland. I'm not thrilled about it, especially that we're taking yet another team from From Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. But fuck it. I guess there's going to be baseball. I mean, mean, who didn't know this when when you saw the the super success of the Golden Knights and then the Raiders, you know, it's the same thing. It's 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 another level because they're making well, the Raiders aren't having success, but they're making a lot of money. off. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and like these people, did you know the value of that team fucking doubled moving from Oakland to Vegas? Aside from, you know, when the pandemic shutdown happened and they couldn't afford to make the note payment yeah. or the interest yeah, payment on them, but whatever. They're, all um, that stuff's in play. Yeah, I, I don't... I mean, any major league sport coming here, I, I think, is a good thing. I, I know, agree. Let's just get it over. Get them I all over. I wish it wasn't another team from Oakland. I agree. Uh, and I'm, I'm pulling for uh, that expansion. Well, yeah, there are no talks about us trying to, to kidnap anybody else's fucking basketball team, but... Right. Uh, hopefully we get, like the Golden Knights, we get a, a Vegas-born uh, sports franchise. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Vital Vegas is reporting that a deal to sell the Flamingo has fallen through and is now no longer, and now no longer has a for sale sign around its neck. <laughs> Caesar's CEO confirmed they are no longer looking to sell it or any other strip casino property. Basically, okay. they couldn't get the price they wanted, so exactly. they, that's they exactly. took it off the market. Yeah, that's exactly the situation. Reed Airport is on pace to surpass its 2019 passenger totals. September had 4.8 million passengers through the turnstiles, an increase over the 4.3 million in September of 2019. Year to date, 38.5 million passengers have come to visit Vegas on pace to pass the airport best 51.5 million in 2019. I didn't realize we hit a record in 2019 well 2020 was when the pandemic happened. no no, no so i get that down. i just mean uh, they're setting a record from their all time right is yeah. I, I didn't realize they had done that in 2019 yeah well again that was the last year before the pandemic it probably would have continued to go <laughs> of course if the sure. pandemic hadn't sure. happened yeah. but dominique ansel ansel probably ansel probably dominique ansel. ansel the inventor of the cronut has opened its first west coast location at caesar's palace named Dominique Ansel Las Vegas. Those interested in checking out the place, it's uh, located just off the casino floor next to Gordon Ramsay Pub. Tony, have you ever had a Krona? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, oh my God, they are amazing. They're so good. So good. Karen and I so, will literally get a dozen of them, you know, from fucking Pink Box. It'll last us like a week, but... <laughs> they're, it's just... It, imagine the flakiness of a croissant, but a little denser with the sweetness of a donut. Oh, it's uh, so they're fucking they're good. They're just... Oh, it's fabulous. And the fact that this person created it, I do really want to go through this. Oh, I this, completely agree with you. But I feel like we need to do it, like, middle of the week... Yeah. During the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, the line awesome. isn't ridiculously out there. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. Right. <laughs> right. I'm going to be late. Or actually, work. probably the other way around. More like 3 o'clock on a Wednesday because everybody's there in the morning for their Krona. Unless oh. they've sold out by then. I don't Krona, know. Krona, it's a donut. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. It's true. All right. Vital Vegas may have identified the luckiest man in Vegas as one player who won two $140,000 video kino jackpots at Cosmopolitan playing on the same machine with the same numbers a month apart. That's wild to me. Have you ever That's returned so cool. to a, a machine that you that was previously hot for you? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. My, my one at, at Cosmo that I go to all the time. Okay. <laughs> and the, the, well, they used to have a top dollar... That I would go do my free play on. Oh, is that gone? Yeah, it's not oh, there. That sucks. I think they might have moved it. I thought I found it the last time yeah, it, yeah. that I went, but yeah, no, I have, of course. But I mean, Kino and playing the same numbers—that's like the lottery yeah. hitting. It, that's what I don't understand. Like Scott yeah. talks about this all the time. Like, we don't have a lottery. But like, yes, we do. It's Kino. Yeah. It's fucking everywhere. Yeah. We don't have a super lotto. Yeah, right. but not like the what? What is it? One and a half billion dollars or billion something? Now. No. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. I told I told my wife I really liked those. Uh, if I win the lottery, I wouldn't tell you, but there would be signs, and it's you know somebody drinking like Perrier water or or bathing their dog in Perrier water or something like that. <laughs> and, and oh, I yeah, told no. her the same thing. I'm like, listen, honey, I'm not going to tell you that I won 1.5 billion dollars, but there'll be some signs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I mean, if that 
you win that kind of money, you better have your ducks in a row before. Oh, the first thing you do is contact a lawyer. Don't do anything. Advisor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You call me, listeners. You call me. Basketball Hall of Famer Magic Johnson is in negotiations to become a part owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. Johnson is already a part owner of the L.A. Dodgers baseball team. I did not know that. It's kind of cool. Well, you know, what's his name ain't going to give up controlling interest, so it doesn't Well, of course not. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But, I mean, you want to bring a name in there for the ownership group. Magic Johnson's not a bad one. No, a bad one. Next. How did you get all the sports ball this (laughs) I I know. It was announced that Vegas' new XFL team. Oh, it was announced that Vegas has a new XFL team projected to begin play in 2023 will be named the Vegas Vipers. This is the third time the XFL concept has attempted to succeed. I don't think it's going to do it. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> Which we had we had high hopes for the first uh, variation of it and then. About but not the so we two games in we were like never mind long 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 time ago we had season tickets to the oh, arena, arena football, football league that's a fucking fun thing if you ever get a chance to go see an arena football game go do it it's really fun it is um, but the XFL is just like it's football with like crazy stupid rules I don't know I just I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the the whole concept yeah but we'll see I like the name the Vegas Vipers that's kind of cool yeah mm-hmm. so. Well, they got two viper snakes that are in a V together doing their thing. Oh, what? I wish you guys could see a visual. Mark just held up his, <laughs> his hands and his arms in a little V with yeah. his fingers in a, like, a little hook. It's like, oh, that's what it looks like. Okay. And finally, in a world where a Vegas residency is now only two shows, it was announced that Rick Springfield will have a, quote, Vegas residency at the Strat March 24th and 25th. Shows start at $75 for VIP passes. Less expensive tickets were released November 3rd, but weren't available when Mark wrote this. Yeah. So somebody sucked I love them that... Uh, sorry, go ahead, Karen. No, I was just going to say, dude, somebody sucked those up fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I love that um, VIP is $75. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, I mean, what does he have? One hit? Exactly. Oh, he's got three. He said three? Yeah. Other than Jesse's oh. girl. Jesse's girl's the one everybody remembers. I don't remember the other ones right off the bat. I, um, I know there's three. I know he's got three. Didn't he sing? Of course, now I'm quickly pulling up, pulling them up in the iTunes store. Didn't he also sing um, Summer of 69? No. no, that's Brian Adams. Was it Brian? A- that wasn't Brian Adams. That yes, was it was Brian John Adams. Mellencamp. I promise you it's Brian Adams. John Mellencamp. No, no. Summer 69 is Brian um, Adams. Hey, Siri. Go for it. Hey, Siri. Okay. Oh, she fucking hates me. <laughs> yeah, he's got a few. Who sang Summer of 69? He's got a few. Don't talk to strangers. Love somebody, human touch. Boom, suck it. You're right, Mark. I, I know, it's music, Karen. I used to do that for a living. <laughs> <laughs> it's music here. Yeah, you're All right, okay, so Jesse's girl is certainly... Pretty much it. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, so he has three songs. You're going to go pay to uh, go to some right, concert to sing three songs. Well, that's pretty much free experience. <laughs> a lot of those people you have, Yes, but like, that's what, and that's yeah. free. It's free, yeah. Yep, that's, and it's free, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's gonna he's gonna backload all of his good songs, so you're you, you could show up a good forty five minutes into right. the concert. <laughs> exactly. No, he'll open with a song. He'll he'll open he'll with close one. Jesse's girl. The, the closer will be Jesse's girl. Yeah, that's true. All right, all right. That's gonna do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week, we have a 360 FHE. Now, this is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. This week, you went out and explored Bacon Nation at the D. Tell us about your first-hand experience. All right, so this is located in the space formerly home to the D Grill and the showroom. Okay, so I, I want to say I, I I I love this place. It's got a lot of flaws right now, and they're working it's, on them. They're working on them. They really want to give you the best experience they can give you, but they're fucking short-staffed, of course, and they're going through growing pains. But it, it's it, all in we all, went, 
when we went, it hadn't even been open a week. Right. So anyone that's been to a new restaurant knows it, it takes a little while to work out some of the kinks. Um, the first thing I was really surprised because this was on a Tuesday mm-hmm. at, I think we got there about one o'clock. Oh, that's and right. And they said yeah. it was a 45, 45 minute, minute wait because yep. we didn't have a reservation. So, uh, you know, we put our names in and, and came back and it took a little bit longer to get a table. Uh, but we got the table and we sat down and it took a little while for the waitress to come over. But we noticed... It was like, like a 10-person party. Oh, it was like 12. It was, was huge. 12, yeah. yeah, like sitting right in front of us. So we got a booth, which was super comfy. And so, Tony, you know how when you sit in a booth, a lot of times you feel like you're sitting at a kid's table? Like, yes. Yeah, this was not that. It The table was the appropriate height for where you were sitting, which I really loved. But literally right in front of us was a huge party at a single table. And so when our waitress finally came over, you could tell she was... She was frazzled. We're mm-hmm. like, hey, it's okay. You've got, I'm assuming you have this group behind us. And she's like, yeah, and we're working on it. She was super sweet. Very apologetic, even though we're like, no, 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 it's okay. We're good. Um, and so then, like, as far as getting drinks, they had a limited selection, basically just beer basically, wine. Basically, what, what was that at, at Bar Canada? No, 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 no. If you wanted Bar Canada, you had to go get it. They, but they but only had let a you couple. bring it in, yeah. Yeah, they would let you bring oh. it in um, if you wanted, like, a cocktail or something. But otherwise, they just had beer and wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, you know, we were strategizing. Fortunately, we went with an awesome couple, our dear friend Shane and his amazing wife, Kimberly. Oh, that's um, very cool. Yeah, they, they were in town. So we, we met with them, which meant we got to try a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, well, the other thing is once we put our order in, our waitress came back and I felt so bad for her. She like stood in front of our booth and put her arms out and said, you can't leave. Mm-hmm. And I look at her like... What do you mean? Did somebody walk out? And she's like, yeah, I just had two tables walked out. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah. and she's like, you know, I'm so sorry. We'll take, I'm, we're like, look, we're good. We're here. Yeah. We're dying to try this. We're not going anywhere. Like you're, she was super sweet. Um, so as far as food, <laughs> oh, where do we want to start? So we started with the bacon jalapeno poppers. Which, I, thought, I thought they were a little too... I think they would have been better if I just bit into them instead of using my fork and knife yeah. to try and cut into it because I didn't enjoy them that much. I mean, they were good, but I it Was the bacon in, stuffed in it? Supposed to be, yeah. Okay. I didn't... I'm not a huge jalapeno fan, so I didn't try those. Yeah, this was um, just too much. But I did try the bacon-wrapped pickle spears. I know, right? We didn't even order that. For some no, reason... No, we didn't. They, yeah, they brought it to and us. And they brought it out. And we're like, fuck it. Let's try it. Why yeah, not? It's wrapped like, in bacon. Okay, well, it's here. It's really um, good. And again, I'm not a pickle fan, but you wrap something in bacon and it's going to be pretty fucking delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we also got the poutine. The poutine was amazing. That was really good. We were all digging into that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the cheese curds were melted and yep. lots of bacon on top. Um, then I know we got a burger, but I don't remember which one it was. I think it's a blazing burger. But it had, so it was the burger, but it also had ham and it had bacon and then it and had guacamole. guacamole on it, so Mark wouldn't try that Which one. Which ruined it for me. Um, I don't think that was made clear in the But we got the we got the side of tater tots, which, holy crap, they're tater tots. Were they good? Were I didn't try any of the tater tots. Oh, yeah, tots. they were real good. Yeah, that's good really to hear. Good. Um, Mark got a mac and cheese breakfast, breakfast taco. taco. Really good. Really good. Like, like literally, the taco is made up of uh, mac, and oh, ma- mac and cheese. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> awesome. And it's got eggs and cheese and bacon and so good. Was that it's got it? onions on it? Because I had to, I needed well, your help. Well, the green to get, onions. Get yeah, the onions I, I, I took all the green onions off, so Mark didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a different kind of creation. Yeah. Um, and then I got the star, the star of the whole evening. I got the reverse BLT, which is instead of bread. So you, you have a slice of bread in the middle where the bacon would normally be, and then you have woven bacon on the outside where the bread would normally be. And I got it just because I'm like, well, you have to. This is like so stupid and ridiculous. How, you know, whatever. And how would you eat this? But it comes, you know, out wrapped in paper. Just like a sandwich, yeah. Best fucking BLT I've ever had. I can't wait to go back. I want to try it, it so bad. So Because you, you bite into it, and you get the mouthful of bacon, <laughs> but then you get the tomato and the lettuce and then the bread because it's like a Texas toast bread in the yeah. middle. So it's like the perfect. It's because sometimes the BLT you've got way too much bread. You can't taste too everything. You got the the bacon right off the bat and then got all the other stuff with so it. So good. It looks so delicious. Dude, she liked it so much she couldn't finish it. But when she got home, she strategized going. 
I can reheat this with the air fryer. I can I, totally I, recreate I, I this. Because the bread was soggy at that point. So I, I stuck a piece of bread in the toaster. I um, <laughs> I put the, the what was left of the bacon weave in the air fryer to crisp it back up and then pulled off the tomato. And even the tomatoes were perfect. Because you know how sometimes you get a tomato and you can tell it's like it was either too green where they picked it or you get the big white like pith in the middle, whatever it is. Yeah. These were perfect tomatoes. They were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, so I, f- I finished that off later that night. It was so good. Yeah, highly recommended. And then uh, we got their, shoot, what is it called? It's the, the, the Pigs bacon. Pigs poke, I think? No. No, oh, whatever. Little, three little piggies. Yeah, there it is. That's what it's called. So you get three different slices of thick cut bacon and with different flavors. To be fair, it's thick cut. Like it doesn't taste like bacon. It tastes like ham, in my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion, it tastes like ham. And it it's fattier. So yes. I personally like my fat on my bacon to be nice and crispy. Yeah, yeah. This one was definitely chewier. I don't know if you can request that it be crispy. That that's probably an I idea. Know. We should we should think of next yeah, time. Yeah, we should ask him. But we got the um so the wimpy girls got the mm-hmm. uh candied everything bagel and chocolate, which uh, Kimberly had never had chocolate covered bacon before. Ooh, yeah, she so good. she finished that all. Yeah, she <laughs> all did. She, she tore she it up. <laughs> and then the guys got the mango habanero, the black pepper, and the jalapeno. Mm-hmm. Now, th- again, this goes to the service issue. So, um, the girls, three little piggies, were the right flavors and came out. The boys, uh, the, the first, first time, one wasn't anything at all that we ordered. Yeah, it wasn't anything that we ordered. So we said, "Hey, this this isn't it." I mean, there was no jalapeno on any of them, and Dude, wasn't there's no pepper, pepper on any of them. So they sent it back, and they brought it back out, and they got the the three right flavors, but they put the jalapeno on the black pepper <laughs> instead of putting <laughs> it had, on the. We had to reconstruct jalapeno. our slices of bacon ham. Yeah. So we, we did, we gave them the feedback because they're like, oh, we'll, we'll re- remake it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's fine. Because all we had to do was pull the, the jalapenos off the bacon and put it on the right one. And it's fine. Just trying to, you know, want you guys to know and be aware. We know you're, you know, just opened. You're working stuff out. Um, and everybody there was, was super nice. I mean, you could tell they were all kind of running around like crazy. Yeah. Which is, again, a Tuesday. Well, and by the time we the left, remember, it was walking. Yeah, there there wasn't anybody in there, so I don't know if we came too close to lunch or whatever it was. Mm, but they do serve breakfast all day, so right. for for somebody that's you know staying there and slept in and still wants breakfast food, you know, you it's get so that. good. I can't recommend it enough. It was really good. There were things we had that weren't great, but it, it it was so good that I'm like, I can't wait to go back and try all the things I didn't try. Yeah, I would like to do like breakfast there too. Oh yeah, I think they had some interesting things on that that I want. Yeah, yeah, definitely want to do. But it's a great. I love it as an option for the D, which Big I've always time. felt like has, I mean, you've got the McDonald's and you had the Andiamos, Andiamos and you have the hot dog place. The hot dog place, yeah. You know, it was kind of missing a a little something else from a, a signature dining attraction. Well, they had the signature one. Yeah, they have Andiamos. Yeah, they, but something. Well, you want something a little more middle of the road, not fast food. Yeah, it's a great great option I I just think it's going to get better and better as it goes no I I do too I think they'll work out the kinks and it'll keep going but the food was awesome and again the reverse BLT sounds like a a joke kind of kitschy sort of thing it was fantastic yeah yeah I, I, I want that BLT now. I didn't share. I didn't let anybody try it. <laughs> no, <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> Even Mark. I was like, no. It's like, go fuck off. This is what I ordered. <laughs> All right, let's roll into the PayPal donation. All right, so we have a donation from Lad Culbertson. He writes, Karma donation for October 27th through 31st trip. Go green. Nice. Oh, he was out here for the, was it the Notre Dame game that weekend? I don't know. No, it was the Michigan-Michigan State game. Well, not no. Not in Vegas. Not in Vegas. I think Notre Dame was out oh. there. I think that's why he oh. said go green. Yeah, no, you're right. The, that was the Michigan-Michigan State game last weekend, but I think Notre Dame was out here. Hmm. Um, yeah, but they're not green. Their colors aren't green. Yeah, it is. They're the Fighting Irish. Of course they're green. She's right. They're green and gold. Uh, blue and gold. It, I'm sure it's green. like a dark there's, green there's blue. There's a crap Maybe a bluish green. green. I mean, they're, yeah. I mean, it is a dark uh, navy blue with gold helmets, but then there's a lot of green mixed in with it because it's Notre Dame and it's Irish. Yes, but I don't think they say go green. No, they don't. No. No, I, I think Lad said that. Lad's not from America. Let's not judge oh. him. Well, then why is he saying go green? Well, then we can't be, we can't. <laughs> I assumed he meant cash. Oh, oh, we can't wildly speculate on why he said go green. Now I feel like <laughs> this is. 
This whole this whole podcast is a lie. <laughs> well, I hope it paid off for you, lad. I hope it paid off. Yep. And finally, we've got some listener feedback from our friend Ben Long. <laughs> ben writes, where can I start? Well, I'll start with explaining that I'm going to write this report in English with some translation for you American chaps. People. <laughs> so chaps means people. I love it because he's got a, he says chaps with a British flag and in parentheses it says people with an American flag. So that's, that's how he's translating. Thanks for the translation. I arrived home after passing out for virtually the entire Virgin flight. For anyone who has traveled in economy for 11 hours will know this is no mean feat. Nice. I then slept another 10 hours the following night and whilst getting ready for my fatty football match, soccer, and yes, fatty football is a real thing. The latest 360 pod dropped on my phone. In under three minutes, Tony had decimated my surname, quote, long, and I was sat laughing to myself over my coffee. I'm taking it as an honor and achievement to have episode 419 titled after me. So, Tony, you can call me whatever you want from now and (laughs) suck it. (laughs) Well, you got served. (laughs) My trip, I checked into the Flamingo in a Go Mini Suite. Those are nice. Which I was very impressed with. The location is sensational, and I loved using the monorail and how easily you can access it. After blowing my entire first night budget, mostly on the Walking Dead slot at the the Cosmo, I staggered back to the Flamingo and made it to bed at 1 a.m. Not bad, going considering the time differences from the U.K. Day two involved me making a massive mistake and after breakfast deciding to walk to a barber shop past the Strat and into the Arts District to get my hair and beard sorted. Hours later, despite looking a lot neater, if I do say so myself, I looked down to see a puddle of water on my flip-flop where the blister I gained from the walk had popped. Oh, I just... Wow, you are a sexy motherfucker. That just makes me hurt for you. You paint with words, Ben. I hobbled back south, head-hung in shame via the Sahara on the monorail, deciding I couldn't walk very far for the rest of the night. I headed to the Westgate for their 705... $35 NL poker tournament. Oh, this is such a great story. I had three goals upon entering the tournament. Not to finish in last place, last at least one hour, and win at least one hand. After 35 minutes, I still had one hand, and then everything went a bit bonkers. To cut a real long story short, four and a half hours later, I found myself on the final table. After a slice of luck and drawing a full house on the river to take fourth place out, I entered the final three as the chip leader. I decided at this point to explain that it was my first ever tournament, as by this point I was quite merry, <laughs> i.e. hammered. The rest of the table were speechless. Anyway, yeah, can you imagine you get to a final table and somebody goes, this is the first time I've ever been in a tournament. Right, I know. This and I'm drunk out of my mind. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> anyway, once I made the final two, we decided to split, i.e. chop, the winnings and both go home winners. To say I was delighted is an understatement. Can you imagine? That's so great for him. The problem is this is like people that, you know, come to Vegas and hit a royal within the first couple hours. (laughs) Right. Now he's going to be like, oh, poker tournaments are easy. I don't know if he mentions it in this, but he already did that. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think it comes up later. Then I got the opportunity to spend some time and hang out with Mark. What a top gent he was. Thank you. We played video poker at the Luxor, had beers, and he departed for puppy duties. Mark really doesn't sound like he does in the podcast. Mm. I thought I'd spend our entire time together with me thinking, this is weird hearing his voice live, but it wasn't. He doesn't think you sound like you like you are in the podcast? Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I, I don't know. I think we all sound, well, I don't think I sound like I sound on the podcast, but that's because I'm hearing my own voice. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Right. After a messy night the following day, I was lucky enough to see Mark for a second time. Yeah. This time we visited Red Rock Casino. Wow, what a place. And Mark introduced me to Ultimate X Double Double Video Poker. And now I'm hooked. Yes. No royals, but four kings for a $48 hit made this Englishman very happy. We chatted shit over a bevy beer at Banger Brewing downtown before Mm. food at Pizza Rock. I mean, I've spent many hours listening to how Mark only eats steak and blue room and chicken for many hours on the pod. So I was a little surprised to hear him order us pizza with figs. <laughs> <laughs> but again, wow. The pizza was sensational and the jalapeno beer was equally as great. I say that I, I, say that I actually licked my lips while typing that. Karen, I hope you enjoyed the leftovers. I did. You know I did. 
I can only describe the hot pepper olive oil as the crack cocaine of the condiment world. True. I'm a little embarrassed to say that I actually licked my lips while typing it. <laughs> Were you? Didn't he like buy a bottle and then bought like a luggage to check so he could get it home? I don't know. We talked about it for yeah. real because <laughs> I told him, I, "Dude, I I put this shit on my salads. It's amazing." <laughs> Uh, let's see, Karen, I hope you enjoyed the leftovers. We departed for the second time in downtown Grand, where I plucked up the courage to throw dice for the first time. Two $5 tables had space, so it was now or never. So I threw. Off the bloody table initially. <laughs> that if you, uh, you know what? That's what everybody does, Ben. It Don't is. worry about you're, it. You're figuring it out. It's, it happens. And at least you were there by yourself, and you didn't have some asshole standing next to you all bent out of shape about it. Right. So. So now I have two more vices to add to my ever-growing list. <laughs> Craps and Ultimate X. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome, sir. I finished my night visiting all 12 downtown properties and collecting a $1 chip. Thanks to Mark, I am now collecting them along with Dyson cards. <laughs> I thanked him the following day via messenger for helping to make Vegas even more fucking expensive. <laughs> I finished the trip chasing a golden bo- bonus on Prosperity Pearl in the Luxor and after being on the machine, no word of a lie, for three hours and 40 minutes, wow. I finally hit it. All right, that's that's dedication. No shit on that a slot machine? That long on a slot machine? Ooh, dude. At this point, I was only down $165, so when the bonus finally finished and I looked up to, at a win of $175, I simply laughed. <laughs> I coined in 2000 through the machine and had to ask a member of the staff to hold my machine whilst I ran to the bathroom, <laughs> restroom, on one occasion. I wasn't so trusting when a prostitute offered to do the same for me, amongst other things. <laughs> <laughs> the, the coin in must have helped. To show her your toe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> little ankle here and there. No, the blister. Oh, the right. Ew. Yeah. Ew. The coin in must have helped my status. Just not back my... Just not my back. Just not my back. Six hours before an 11-hour flight home. Oh. The pain is real, people. Having back issues on a flight. Yeah. I just about survived the Luxor Buffet, which is not to be understated, as it quite frankly, it was dreadful, <laughs> before heading to the airport. MGM ruined buffets for us. Now now yeah. we only go that those that have highly rated. Like Cosmo, I think, is the only one that we've been to. Pretty much, pretty much. I'll stop rambling, i.e. talking shit now. Thanks, Mark, for making my solo trip so epic. The wife says I'm not allowed to come solo again, as I have to bring her with me, which is fine with me, as she makes Vegas even better than it already is. Aww. Aww. Big love, even to you, Tony. Ben, quote, Dover, long. <laughs> That's a great trip report. It was fun. He had some cool stuff happen to him this year. Yes, trip. he did. It was awesome. He didn't allude to it, but he told me that he got into another poker game. I can't remember where and just lost his ass. Yeah, I, I think I remember you telling me that, too, that he did not have the same success this No, he time. did not. <laughs> Well, I think that's going to do it for episode number 420. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to the show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360VegasTony. Karen. I'm at 360VegasKaren. He's told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.